had ambitions to be a medical doctor, but there my mind changed. Yeah. I met other people and uh, I have decided to go for geology. Okay. Yes, what attracted you to, to geology as opposed to uh, uh, being a, a medical doctor? Uh, my friend did, did something during the application because they had experience on that. Mm. Uh, numbers for medical doctors, I mean, medical, medical students mm. are very rare and few. Like they might take only two, one or three. Okay. So the guy applied for me in that letter, uh, mm. chemistry, bachelor's degree in chemistry. Mm. Yes, so that uh, I can widen the chance of getting that opportunity. Oh, okay. And when I went there, it wasn't possible for me to, to go back to the medical field mm. due to the limited places. They say they are going to offer it only to the people who, are, who came with. And by that time, I wasn't ready to, to do chemistry. Yeah. So I had to, to go for geology. I remember I met a friend there. He was a brother. Mm. I asked him a lot of things, and then he mm. gave me a lot of materials to read. Mm. Yes, and in the end, I have decided to, to go for geology. Okay. The thing that I love the most now even okay. if I'm going to be given the chance to, to do this choice again, yeah, I will choose geology and what I'm oh. doing now. So you're very passionate in what you're doing. Very now. passionate. I'm very happy and satisfied. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I did geology there mm. from uh, 2014 to 2017. Right. Because Algeria, they have adapted the uh, French system called LMD. Mm. L for uh, license, license mm. in French. Mm. That means bachelor's degree. Mm. M is for master's and D is for doctorate. Mm. So the idea is trying to, to spend only eight years to get the doctorate uh, degree. Okay. So that people are going to, to finish school in a very young age mm. and then to work for the world for, for the long time. Yeah. They have decided to start this uh, system apart from out of the one uh, that has been used, classical one of doing a bachelor's degree in five years. Mm. Like what we, we still have in Tanzania, some engineering courses, you have to go for five, four years. Okay. Yes, but there it was different. So I did my geology from 2014-17. Mm. I graduated there and uh, I was among the best students again. All right, well done again. And by that time, the government of Tanzania was providing us full support to live there. Mm. And then uh, the university proposed me to, to continue the master degree in georesources. Georesources? Georesources. It was yeah. a master course designed for people who want to, to work afterwards mm. in petroleum and gas industries, in, in water, in minerals, mm. but also uh, environment. Mm. So that's why they call it georesources. That means it was the master degree that covers mm. all the resources might be found okay. inside the air. Yeah. Yeah. So by that time, I met also friends in Algeria who were very passionate with going to France mm. because everybody was like, if now we are doing the French system in mm. Algeria, why don't we go to do the same system in France where it was originated? Right. Yes, so I know uh, two, three friends who went to, to France by that time. Mm. Although I, I got the information late, mm. but from that time I, I had to do the DELF exam. It's a mm. French course. I mean, it's a French exam mm. that is worldwide done. Okay. 
you can register and do it anywhere in the world and all the exams and the recordings are going to be sent to, to, to France. Mm. And then the grades are coming from French people. So if they are satisfied with you, they will give you the level yeah. that you set for. Mm. I remember uh, I did the B2 Delphi examination for, for French qualification and I got my certificate. I was very happy. Mm. But the season for application was already passed. Yeah. So what I did, I did one year master degree uh, in Algeria, but I wasn't that much happy with what I was doing. Mm. By that moment, I, have, I, I applied to a master course in France, mm. in the region called Rennes. It was basically in geology and modelization. Mm. Yes, but then... Uh, by that time, I had no one to pay for me to come to France. Right. I had to rise up my own money. And I remember by that moment, uh, I had my savings already. Okay. Yeah, but... So these, uh, are, these are the savings uh, that you, you, you had set aside from your... From my bursary uh, from the Tanzanian government by that moment. Okay, okay. Yes, uh, but before... Uh, before going to France, because uh, I wasn't sure about the life there, although mm. the people were telling me it's possible to get the student job so that you can support yourself. Mm. But my first ambition is to excel well in the education because I believed in it and I keep on believing. Yeah. So I said, okay, although I might get the student job, but it won't be easy. Mm. Sometimes it might not be easy to balance between school and job. Yeah. So that you can stay there, but also can go to school. And my, mm. my ambition is to, to get high qualifications. Right. While thinking about that, uh, one of the, the old friends contacted me with a very nice uh, business proposal. Mm. Yes, to, to do business uh, to Comoros Island because... 90% of their goods, they depend on Tanzania mainland. Okay. Yeah, so in the, the restaurant market, Kariako, you will find in those hotels a lot, a lot of Comorians mm. buying things. So we had also to, to engage in that business, assuming that uh, I might be able to rise up my money and to yeah. go to France and study comfortably. Yeah. But it couldn't end up like that. Mm. I put all my money. I quitted that master degree after one year. Yeah. I just wrote the letter there, like, I have family problems and I'm supposed to be home because uh, my grandfather is very sick, but it wasn't the case. Yeah. I just wanted not to lose my opportunity there, but also yeah. to try something else to rise up that money. Mm. I came back with all the passion, with all the fights I had in, to make sure that uh, business is going to, to give us what we expected. We got so does that, does that mean that you went back to Tanzania? That I went back to Tanzania. It was 2018. Mm -hmm. Yes, I met those friends with the uh, registered company mm. and we shared money, we shared the capital, we started the business. Mm. Yes, but it went bad. We mm. couldn't rescue anything. So we, we lost all the money. Oh, really? Yes, so it was also a very bad moment to me because by that time I was holding already the admission Mm. that was in pause in France mm. saying after raising this money I will go there comfortably yeah yeah so I have tried to fight and everything to to rescue that money mm. we couldn't we had to find another money from different sources again and we did the deal for the second time, assuming mm. uh, that deal might come up with uh, a good money. Mm. 
that can give us some relief and can recover what we what have lost already, yes. Mm. But uh, one among the friends was not uh, somebody to trust mm. because I, re I remember we had a lot of problems uh, because we had to, to, to hire the boat mm. of 450 tons to, to take uh, goods of Comorians to, to, to transport them mm. so that we can charge them per, per goods. Mm. Yes, but due to all those problems happened there in the port, I had to be back in Tanzania to make sure the, the port is leaving mm. for the clearance. And then uh, one of those friends had to go already to Comoro to start preparing the environment and everything. Mm. Yes, uh, while fighting for the boat to leave and everything, mm. we got some other problems here uh, in Dar es Salaam because the boat was expected to, to be in Comoro after four days. Okay. But it had problems inside the water. We lost communication for six days. Oh, my Lord. We didn't know where is it. People were fighting there in Comoro, like, where are our things? Yeah. But also uh, some of the perishable goods were inside the boat because we, yeah. we put them in the last days. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so it was a very bad moment. Instead of four days, the boat took 11 days to, to reach Comoro, to arrive. Oh. So some people went to, to police, uh, started the, the, the criminal case, like some people, they told us they do have a board that can tell our things, but mm. they were thieves because we went to Comoro, we found nothing. Mm. Yes, yeah, so... One of the people who were helping her, who were helping us to, to feed that boat mm. were caught by the police. Mm. And they were in the castle. So it wasn't uh, humanity for me to travel to Comoro while people are in the castle and they need someone to clarify so that they can be out. Mm. I had to start working on trying to see how are we going to, to sort out that problem. Yeah. While business was going on there in Comoros, mm. after finishing with these people who were in the castle by after three four days, yeah, the friend who was in Comoros blocked us everywhere with all those money until the, until now we don't know. Really? Yes, we don't know where she went and everything. So by that moment, I was empty pocket. I was very broke and uh, all my dreams faded out mm. within a fraction of a second. Mm. I couldn't even regret, I couldn't cry, and uh, mm. I lost the direction. After she blocked us everywhere now, the case returned back to me, like mm. I was the one who's supposed to pay for those perishable goods oh, that yeah? were taken with the boat, yes. Yeah. So they had even to, to take me also to the, to the police station and they, they let me sleep there for, for some days. Mm. Yes, until uh, close people and friends decided to to pay for me that money so that we can finish it and I can continue with my life. Mm. So I started from scratch again. Yeah. I couldn't return back to Algeria by that moment because I had no money, I had nothing. Mm. And for the master's level, uh, the government was not supporting us. Yeah. 
it was you alone to, to support your studies. And since we right. were used to the environment, it was easy to mm. survive there. But also uh, going back, uh, I mean, going to France, it wasn't possible because the money I was relying on was not there. That it wasn't there. So sometimes I had to ask people, uh, am I normal? Because I felt maybe I got some mental problems without knowing. Mm. People are telling me, yes, you're okay. Mm. I had to stay far from my family because I didn't want to disappoint them. Yeah. And remember, they started uh, having hope, assuming yeah. I'm coming good. Yeah. I'm educated, but also I'm trying to do uh, a lot of things that might turn up better and to, to, to change the life. Yeah. But they got information that I have lost everything. I have lost school. I have wasted my time with money, but also mm. uh, I got some problems. Yeah. So it was a big pressure to my grandparents. Mm. I have decided to go and uh, get hosted by one of the friends. Mm. I stayed there. The life was tough, but... Was that in Dar es Salaam? It was in Dar es Salaam, yes. Yeah. Because in Dar es Salaam, I had family there also. One of my aunt was there, but, and I used to stay with her. Mm. With my problems, I didn't want to, to go home anyway mm. because uh, people will just feel sorry for me and no one can help me to resolve anything. Right. I stayed there. Uh, I had now to start looking for opportunities. I remember I tried to, to apply for scholarships in Italy. Mm. I got the admission first and the procedure uh, went very nice uh, in the Italian embassy by that moment. Mm. They even arranged uh, the appointment to have an interview personally with the ambassador. Yeah. After being passed all those procedures, but now the complication was uh, to go to Italy, you must have uh, something they call uh, the declaration from the Italian embassy of the country mm -hmm. where you finished your school. Okay. They have to authenticate your certificates that they are right. Mm. And then they can give you the, the Italian one. Mm. Yeah, so uh, to, to do that procedure, I wasn't in Algeria by that time. Mm. I had to send my documents uh, via DHL to someone to help me doing that. Yeah. The Italian uh, embassy in Algeria were telling me, no, that's not possible. Mm. I must show them the visa, then they can do it. Visa for uh, what now? Visa for Algeria or for? Visa for going to Italy. Like okay. I must have the visa so that they can do that. And then in Dar es Salaam, they were telling me, I can't have the visa without mm. those certificates being legalized by the Italian embassy where I did my studies. Yeah, that's an egg and chicken uh, story. Yeah, so I had to bug them there in Dar es Salaam, like uh, you are the institution that can communicate. Mm. It's easy for you to tell the, the Italian embassy in Algeria that here in Tanzania, I must have that one first so that you can give me a visa. Yeah. And I agree what are you going to help me. Right. In how, but uh, they were telling me like, no, we are two different institutions and mm. we are not here to push any institution to do things against their regulations. Mm. So they were giving me back that burden of trying to fight. So I was fighting with people who were not even there present. Right. And then the, the location where the embassy was, it was very far from where the friend who helped me was coming from. Okay, so it was not an easy um, a trip for, for your friend. It wasn't friend an easy trip, and I lost hope like that because I had nothing to do. Although I was almost there getting that uh, scholarship. Because and this is, still, this is still 2018, yeah? Yeah, it was still 2018. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and... Uh, no, uh, it wasn't 2018, it was already 2019. 
okay. because 20, uh, 2018 was just the year of the problems. Mm. Mm. Yes, so it was early 2019, uh, it was in May or April, mm. something like that, April, May, because I remember the, the, the scholarship was out in May, so it was in that time. Right. Yes. Uh, after that, I had to go to to the Alliance Friends in Dar es Salaam, mm. Tanzania, mm. trying to ask them to renew my my admission mm. because uh, you know Friends they do have something they call Campus Friends. Okay. It's like uh, something like Commission for Universities. Okay. They do have a catalog of all courses and universities in France, mm. well described. And to some Francophone countries, they do have phys physical offices. Mm. So if you need to apply for a university in France, you have to go to those offices. You pay okay. the fee and then you apply everything there. Mm. Even your interview, you are going to do it there. Right. And then they are going to write it and send to the universities. And then in your personal account, you will be receiving now the response from the universities. Mm. I did that procedure in Algeria. That's why I got that uh, admission. By that time, I wanted to renew it. I was already in Tanzania and uh, we had no campus friends there. Mm. That can help me doing that. Right. So I had to go to Alliance France, although I know they are not dealing with that, mm. just to see if they can help me. Because I remember I went to the embassy, it was impossible to go in there. Mm. Yeah, those security people in the gate, they told me, no, you can't come inside with those matters. Mm. If you have anything to ask, go to the website. Yeah. Everything described. But my problem wasn't among the things that I can find in the website. Yeah. Yeah, but since they couldn't let me in, then I had to, to go back and then plan to go to the Alliance France. Mm. And I remember, uh, thanks also to the friends, one of the friends worked there uh, as part-time. Mm. He connected me with the director of that place. Yeah. I contacted him. He was in vacation. Uh, after he came back, we arranged a meeting and I went there. And that's how he told me, uh, that's how I knew much about opportunities. Mm. He told me uh, that they were going to open the campus France physical in Dar es Salaam. Okay. And he gave me even the email of someone who they are expecting to come and work for that. Okay. I started contacting her, but it couldn't work out because she was not there present. Mm. Yes. And uh, based on what uh, I wanted, they couldn't help me anyhow. Yeah. I contacted again the university telling them my situation. I'm in Tanzania. We don't have campus France and everything. Mm. They sent me the link for application. They told me you have to apply again using mm. this direct, direct link. Mm. And then once we see your application, we are going to approve it because the admission is generated automatically. Yeah. I did it, but it took time. Mm. While uh, fighting for where to go, I got information that the, the French embassy was offering as special privilege scholarship for people with admission. Mm. And I got the email of someone who was dealing with it from just a friend. Mm. I emailed her with all my documents. Mm. And I remember by that time, before I emailed her, one of my friends approached me asking me if uh, I can help him to, to get the admission and to go to study in any country because they know I was looking much about those opportunities. Right. But it was tough by that time because I had the PC. It was a MacBook PC of 2017. Mm. Mm. Then my friend broke the, the display by that time and yeah. replacing it, it was 400 USD. Yeah. With all those problems I got, I had no money even to, <laughs> to replace the screen, to do anything. So everything was 
was getting oh. worse and my situation yeah. was very bad. I had a phone mm. at least the smartphone. Mm. The same friend crashed it out also. Ah, this friend of yours. Eh? <laughs> ah, so <laughs> I have been beaten here and there. Yeah. Yeah, but all those uh they didn't stop me from fighting. Sometimes I had to, to travel to the people with PC mm. so that I can log in into my email and try to do my things. Mm. So after that, friend of mine got accepted to the university in France mm. to do a master degree in hydraulics and civil engineering. Mm. He was, I got the admission now, what about the fund? I told him I had the news about a special privilege scholarship, so it will be the sample space. Mm. Take all your things, your academic uh, records and everything with that admission, mm. send them to this email and write them uh, you would like to have the fund to go there and support your studies. Yeah. He, did it. he got accepted. Oh, wow. Then it was a very nice uh, trial. And by that moment, I was fighting also to get my admission. The university was not giving it to me, mm. despite of doing all the things they asked me to do. Another friend of mine, he came there. He, mm. the, the brother who uh, explained to me about geology and who helped me to to start loving geology, he graduated. Mm. And by that time, he stayed in Tanzania for three years without any job. Mm. So the guy uh, was married and he has two kids. Mm. He came to see me with very deep stress, like now I have my second kid. It mm. was very sudden. I don't know how I can make this life. Mm. I wish if I can get even opportunities to, to go somewhere to start fighting. Mm. Here now the situation looks like not that much promising for us. Mm. So instead of staying here, wasting time, it's better to, to go somewhere and increase my qualifications. Yeah. Maybe later on I can I can be someone they need. Yeah. Yeah. And from that guy, I heard about the course in France here taught in English. The course mm. that I, I graduated just a few months ago. Okay. So the master degree in environmental hazards, risk mm. management, and modeling. Mm. So the guy told me about that, and I told him about the uh, scholarship opportunity that is existing mm. but the most important condition you must have admission admission and it wasn't announced anywhere i don't know how they decided to do that but i think mm. it was for us maybe that's why yeah they kept it quiet like that yeah uh what happened after i got that link i applied and i remember i found the email of the director mm. I contacted him personally and I had to lie uh, to some extent so that I can I can get the admission. I mm. told him I got the, the scholarship already and the only document they need is the admission. Mm. And I would like to come and do this course. So mm. if you can give me a quick admission letter after reviewing my documents, it could be yeah. something very pleasing to me. Yeah. By that moment, uh, the guy is a professor, so he went to Australia for teachings. Mm. And he was coming back to France. He found my email in the transit. Mm. He replied immediately, like, okay, uh, tomorrow I will be in Paris. 
and then mm. I can arrange a meeting with you mm. with the panel so we can do that interview and see if you qualify, we can take you. Yeah. It was very late. By that time, it was already July. Most of the courses were closed. Mm. Yes, and I remember there was an event for French alumni in the embassy. Mm. I asked for the chance to go there, yeah. telling them like, I am a student, a prospective student of Rennes University, the one that mm. I had the admission before. Yeah, I took even the friend of mine, like we are going together. So we got that chance to go in inside the embassy for the first time. Yeah, Our mission was to see the, the ambassador and trying to, to tell him how in need we are uh, with that scholarship and we would like yeah. to, to have one. Yeah. We talked to them, we talked to, to the people who were dealing directly with that uh, kind of opportunity. Mm. And it was a very nice evening. So after they did interview for us, me and yeah. my friends, yeah. we received emails, uh, they have accepted us. Both of you. Both of us. Mm. Then I emailed my admission and other documents again to, to that lady. Mm. because I emailed first and tell her like I'm waiting for the admission that I will be receiving not a long time. Yeah. So she emailed me the document to fill. She didn't email my friend the same document. Mm. But me, I emailed my friend the same document. I told him, fill it and let's send it together. We don't know yeah. what will happen. Mm. Maybe they might consider you as well. Yeah. After I filled them, we said, they told him, no, uh, unfortunately, we do have only one position. Mm. And it's definitely, it's for Noel. Mm. Because he contacted us much earlier and uh, he was just waiting for the, for the admission. Yeah. My friend was very, very disappointed. But I told him, no, let's continue the movement. Mm. Even if you, you have no bursary, uh, I'm ready to, to share with you everything. Yeah. Let's go there. You can stay where I will stay. Mm. We'll use the same money I will get. Mm. Because our mission there is to get quality education and to fight for life. Yeah. Not to do luxury. So I don't care if uh, the life will be tough or not, but let's go since yeah. we have started together. Mm. And then that was uh, the, the mission. Mm. Uh, that friend of mine decided to write a very, very long letter to other friends trying to ask them if uh, they can borrow him some money mm. to, to survive in France. And once uh, he will be there, he can start working because the visa allow us to work for 20 years a week. I mean, 20, 20 days a week, 20 hours, pardon. Yeah. Yeah, you have to work for, you can be allowed to work 20 hours per week mm. as a student. Mm. Yes, so the guy was very passionate that I will go there, I will work, and I might be able to, to pay all the money from different people who will be willing to borrow me. Mm. But nobody trusted that. Everyone yeah. was mentioning the problems. Ah, you know me, I, I help these people back home, me, I do this. Mm. He ended up with no any help. Yes, but... Uh, after I got my documents from the embassy that uh, I have been rewarded the scholarship, that mm. university sent me the, the admission, the renewal of the admission. Yeah. While I got an, an, another admission already and I have applied for the scholarship. Yeah. I took it and kindly I had just to tell them thank you, but uh, I got another opportunity and I might not be able to, to come and study uh, in your program. So I finished with them like that. Mm. And then in last days, my friend got email from the embassy that we found the way uh, to help you. Oh, wow. So, uh, we are going also to give you the scholarship and you'll be able to, to go with your friends. Yeah. And then that's how it was. Uh, we managed to, to came here in France for mm. people from the same group of friends. Yeah. Yeah, one of the friends, uh, we did the same course. Yeah. 
One is uh, one graduated civil engineering and one was doing aeronautic engineering also. Mm. Yes, yeah, so uh, in short, that was the, the story until here uh, now. Oh, wow. Yes, and uh, I do have a passion of uh, going much higher. That's why yeah. my target here is not mm -hmm. to, to look for job. Mm. I really want to continue with a PhD. Okay. Yeah, because I failed to be doctor as medical doctor, but I want to be called doctor as mm. a doctor of philosophy. So the name doctor must start before my name. <laughs> and okay. Yes, and uh, I worked well with the company because uh, before finishing my master degree, I had to do six month internship. Mm. I did it with the huge insurance company here called Generali. Mm. Due to some climate change and extreme events, mm. the French Federation for Insurance proposed to all the insurance companies to, to invest much in natural disasters so that they oh. can have a clear picture of what is happening now mm. and what will happen in the future uh, in order to be able to, to set the, the premiums that uh, tie wells with, uh, with the actual situation. Right, right. And so uh, I was hired uh, by that company for six months to try mm. to do the modeling, mm. of the earthquakes and seismic risk of Monaco. Okay. Because here in France, they do have system called Catnat regime. Mm -hmm. That means all the private companies are insured by the government. Okay. And then they are insuring people. So that process they call reassurance. Mm. Yeah. So uh, within the French, the French territories, it's possible for, for, for them to, to cover whatever kind of risk because in the end it's the government that is going to pay. Okay, okay. But for Monaco, Monaco is a city-state country. It's mm. a micro-country, country, principality. Mm. Yeah, that is independent. It's not France, although they speak mm. French. Mm. So there, the, this Catnat uh, regime is not covering. Okay. Yeah, and the country has a higher accumulation of wealth. Mm. So whenever incident is going to happen, mm -hmm. the insurance company will pay a lot of money. Right. In that circumstance, it was very important for them to, to have someone who can do the risky study mm. using uh, modern tools, trying to quantify those risks mm. so that the company can see which part of the country they can take contracts. Yeah. And which part of the country they can take contract, but with very specific conditions or not to take at all. Yeah. In order to be safe. Right. Right. Yeah. Because until now, uh, whenever incident is going to happen, mm. the company has to pay more than uh, 274 million euros. Yeah. So it's quite a lot of money. It's a substantial amount of money. Yeah. We did uh, that job, it was well done. And now the, the company proposed me to, to continue the PhD. Mm. Not exactly in earthquakes, but in shrinkage swelling of clay soil because 60% of uh, French buildings are under the clay soil. Okay. And due to climate change and hot and dry summers, Mm. The soil cracks a lot. Mm. Uh, that causes buildings to move. Okay. And cause some damage to buildings. Right. Yeah. And apart from uh, flooding being the most uh, the most paid risk with by the insurance companies, mm. they are paying much people from the, the flooding risk. The second one is the shrinkage swelling of clay soil, they call it geotechnical drought. Mm. That is disturbing a lot of houses here, especially individual buildings. Okay, okay. And according to the study done by the French Federation of Insurance, 
Mm. Uh, they say like uh, in the year 2040, the risk is going to be tripled. Wow. And they are estimating this kind of risk is going to, to be the first one. It's going even to, to overtake the flooding risk. Overtake the flooding, yeah. Okay. Uh, so uh, the whole friends now is talking about that topic. It's the hot mm. cake and the hot topic of the year. Mm. Yes, but uh, as you know, companies are not offering PhDs. Mm. They can support a PhD, they can fund, and they can pay a PhD student. Mm. But it's the university that can award a student a PhD. Right. In that reason, uh, we're still looking for scientific partner mm. who will be able to to carry on that project with me for three, four years. So and when you say scientific partner, uh, uh, can you elaborate more on that? Yes, scientific partner, uh, that means we must have a university laboratory for research. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that will be more into scientific aspects of the, mm. the subject. Mm. Yes, because inside the company, they, do, they know what they need. Yeah but they can't do anything. Okay, so when all these conditions are met, uh, then it will be a collaboration. It between... will be now a collaboration between the company and the university laboratory, yeah. but also the university professor who is going to be the supervisor of the project from the yeah. university side. Yeah, and yes. yourself as a, as a part of the picture. And myself, yes. and. Uh, and all these contracts must be sent to the government to see if the conditions are reached mm. so that the government can approve because also the company having this kind of research must have the benefits from the government. So uh, the 31st of August, we are going to have uh, a meeting with uh, someone who, uh, with the professor who is willing to, to be part of this project. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so it will depend on the talk if uh, both parts are going to agree. Okay. Yeah, then we can officially sign the contracts and, uh, and wait for the government to come back. Okay. So that in October uh, or November, uh, I can officially start my PhD journey for three years. Wow. And see what the future will bring. Oh, my Lord. You know, uh, Noel, uh, I don't know what about others who are going to be listening to, to your story, but your story is, is really powerful. Uh, with many challenges that you have managed to overcome, um, personally, I find it uh, a very amazing trait that you have in um, your ability to, to not give up when you are facing all these uh, obstacles and to continue to push all the way and uh, finding a solution in the, in the process. Um, I am... I would like to know from your life experience or experiences with everything that you have, uh, you have shared. I've, I've seen, I've heard that uh, friends have such a, um, an important place in your life. Yes. Uh, what can you say about that? Uh, if you want to say something to 
to other young people in terms of uh, the value of uh, friends and friendship and how that has been uh, helpful to you and how it can be helpful to them as well? Uh, well, uh, to my side, what I can say, as I have been mentioning, is friends are the people that are very important in someone's life. Mm. You know, some young men, uh, they do have a feeling like meeting people is sometimes wasted of time. Mm -hmm. But to me, I take it different, like, no. Meeting people is not a wastage of time. Mm. But what are you going to do after meeting? That might yeah. be a wastage of time. Mm. Yeah, so uh, the most important thing is to, to choose kind of friends that will help you to, to achieve your goals. Mm. Not just to have many friends. You might okay. have only one or two friends Right. That can be a nice inspirational, but also that can be a nice uh, direction, a nice compass to give you the direction to, to reach your goals. Mm. Yeah, listening to my story, you can see uh, I'm not mentioning any of my relatives in this heavy and tough journey to reach where I am now. Mm. So I'm, there, I'm very, very thankful. Uh, I'm very grateful to all my friends. Mm. And then uh, they they have become uh, they have became more than my blood relatives. Mm. Yes, and uh, that means sometimes uh, being blood related to someone might mean nothing. Okay. okay. And meeting someone might be so much meaningful. Mm. Yeah, and you can explore much, and sometimes you might ask yourself like. Where were you? Mm. Why was it not possible from the since the beginning to have those kind of people? Okay. Yeah. So friendship is something that I I trust the most, and it's something mm. that I treasure in my life. Yeah. Yeah, and that gave me also the power of helping other people because uh, within this time uh, I had just to cut the story short because. Mm. Uh, of time and everything, and I wanted just to, to touch some points. Mm. But I have also the, the project that uh, I'm doing of helping people with difficulties to, to achieve their dreams. You initiated it yourself? By myself, it's not registered, it's not official, but uh, I have started with the uh, people I know and people who are approaching me. Mm. And since way back, uh, when people, they come and approach me, like uh, they would like me to teach them mm. in my spare time when they can pay me, I wasn't uh, able to take their money. Mm. I do remember I had nothing by that time. Mm. People were able to, to help me. Mm. People were able to, to, to give me advice, to show me the way without being related to them, without paying them anything. Yeah without expecting any favor from me, because you can see they were also uh, a little bit aged. Yeah. So it was me who might expect something from them, but not them to expect anything from me. Right. Yes, but that was not the obstacle. Mm. Yeah, so uh, whenever you have chance to help people help, but mm. also uh, the most important thing is to try to connect to people. Mm. Yeah, and try to, to explore more from them. Yeah. It's also to share what you have because some yeah. people want to get from others, but they are not uh, ready to share. Right, right. Yeah, being selfish is, I mean, to me, being selfish means you are limiting yourself from other people's world. Yeah. Yeah, so you must well, that's, be open so that very, they open the world true. for you. <laughs> that's, that's a very interesting perspective i must say yeah yes okay okay uh yeah maybe uh in the future conversation we might be able to to focus on 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 your project uh, yes. and how how you go about uh um how did you go about how did you start it and uh how do you go about helping others because i think it's a it's a very 
it's a, not only a beautiful thing, but I think when we do what when we do live our life, uh, but regardless of the conditions that we are in, we focus on uh, um, sharing what we have and 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 helping others. And and if by you leading your life, you become an example to others. This is how we change the world. You of know, course. in very small, yeah. And so. uh, without being selfish, uh, I would also like to to congratulate you for what you are doing, mm. because uh, I know you are busy with work and everything. Right. But you have decided to to start this uh, kind of conversation. Mm so that uh, you can help other people. You might not know now how these uh, podcasts are helpful mm. or they are because uh, there is a lot of people, there are a lot of people in the street mm. want to start something, but uh, due to some few obstacles, they feel like, no, they can't start. Right. Yes, but through these conversations, uh, people might be able to see, okay, uh, I have been looking my problems like they are the world problems. Yeah. Now uh, I find people with much more problems, but they keep on pursuing their dreams. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot about mindset. And when we share these, uh, these um, um, personal stories of individuals, uh, you know, definitely in some ways, in one way or another, it touches uh, it other people. Yeah, and uh, it can be an inspiration. It can be a push that someone that needs at a particular moment and uh, nothing goes to a waste. So if anything, we have enjoyed having this conversation, but I think in a larger scale, uh, maybe we touch one or two people in some ways and that yes. is already something. Of course, I do much appreciate uh, your time and this nice conversation. Yeah. And I would appreciate also having a uh, next chance to, to discuss much about this project. Because yeah, I know definitely. from you also, I can explore a lot and see how yeah. am I going to improve it and make it more serious. Yeah, looking forward to that, uh, to that time. Um, before we, uh, and we are moving now to the, to the conclusion of our conversation, but before I let you go, um, you are, you are grandparents, your grandfather yes. featured, uh, very strongly in your story, especially at the very beginning part of, uh, of your life, which were the formative years, uh, yes. and before your mother passed away. Are you in touch with him? I'm very in touch with them. Yes, and uh, we can't finish three days without talking because they are much worrying about me. Yeah. Since the rest of the family, they can see. Yeah. But only me, uh, I'm just far away. So we are in touch and uh, whenever we are talking, they are very happy. And we are having the talk every day as if it was the best conversation we have ever had before. Yeah. Yeah. So, and uh, whenever I'm down or uh, I'm not feeling well. Yeah. My nice uh, painkiller is to call them. Oh, really? Yes. When I talk to them, I feel relieved. I feel uh, relaxed and my things can move on very nice. Yeah. Oh, this yeah, is and, so uh, the people I adore the most in this world. I'm just yeah. praying God uh, to give them much more life so, so that they can celebrate my success one day. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they are already celebrating, just knowing that you are at a better place than you were before and uh, you overcoming everything that you have and you continue, I think is a testimony that probably they share with others without you knowing when people come up with their Definitely. stories of uh, problems that they face, and maybe they bring your story to say that, you know, your problem is nothing. Look at what Noel did. Like, course, you know, uh, when, I was, when I was listening to the time you were describing while you were in Tanzania with uh, all the faith and the trust that you put into the business that you did uh, with the friends uh, and, and how badly it went, for some people, that would have been the end of it. 
Yes, for sure. Yeah. So just keep on doing what you're doing. And uh, uh, I'm sure that you are touching a lot of people in your life in the way you lead your life, but in the way also you assist others. Yeah, so, thank you very much. I'll keep on doing that. Yeah. Until all of us will reach to the top. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Noeli, thank you very much. I, I thank you for your time. I thank you for, for, again, for being willing to share your story. And I'm sure we'll have uh, more opportunities to speak again. Yeah, Until of course. And time. also, uh, I would like to, to conclude by uh, introducing this to you. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, you look to be more creative and uh, you have very nice thoughts. Mm. I do have a book since long time. Mm. Because sometimes I feel like it's much important to, to have a small book. Mm. I do have the title, like uh, The Darkness Summary of My Life. That's mm. the title of the book. Because, okay. you know, people, when they see who we are, mm. they feel like we are who we are because we are. Mm. They can't imagine, like, we have passed through uh, some difficult moments and everything. Yeah. I know everybody enjoys nice moments. That's why mm. uh, in that book, I want to talk the darkness summary of my life. Yeah. Just to show people uh, like obstacles that were very bad, but I had yeah. to overcome them to be who I am today. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just to, to give you a highlight on that one and to, to let you think much about it, maybe you can give me more ideas on how yeah, I can I achieve it. Yeah, no, I think that one we can uh, just uh, uh, speak on that one separately, and then we see how um, if I can I can assist in any way, or if I can provide some input, or even a review, or whatever that you wish me to do on that, uh, I will be more than happy to do that. So I'll, I'll leave the ball to you on how you want to proceed with that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you very much, Mr. Taki. Yeah, so before you go, if you have any question for me uh, or any concluding remarks uh, before we part for the day, uh, this is your time. Uh, the only thing I can put as a conclusion is we are not sharing our stories to people to show them like we have passed difficult moments than other people. Hmm. No, but the main goal is we are sharing because we want other people to be inspired, to be inspired, mm -hmm. and to start where they feel like they can't start. Yeah. Yeah. So they must take our stories uh, very positive and try to to get the courage to to pursue their dreams as well. It doesn't matter in music. It doesn't matter in whatever they are doing. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for those uh, powerful words. Thank you very much. Okay, so we'll speak, uh, we'll speak next time. But uh, on the book, I'll leave it to you and uh, you can contact me anytime on that. Okay, no problem. Uh, hope to talk to you next time. Okay, all right then. Okay, thank you. Nenhuma resposta, mas o punhado de 
pra me curar, pra me afastar de todo mal. Para a bete branca, a sapê, abre caminho, bate o livro.